Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another illustrious episode of the Oliver Happy Hour. We're joined right here on the east side, the side of South Central Los Angeles for another rendition. This is episode 145. I'm joined here by my uh, wonderful sisters, uh, uh, Debbie Dev. Debbie Dev, here in the building. And Daisy O. Daisy O, always ready for the show. All right, you all, we have a fantastic uh, uh, episode. This is going to be our final episode for the year of tw- the year called 2023. And uh, what we're going to do today is just kind of review a lot of uh, uh, different things, just the best ofs. Uh, so the first thing that I want to do ask is, uh, well, sisters, sisters, <laughs> you've been on my mind. Ooh, you're one of my sister. I'm giving my hands on you. <laughs> I bet you don't know nothing. Oh, hey, but anyway, speaking of color purple, speaking back, of that, it's coming out Christmas Day. Make sure you go. Oh, oh yeah, we got to go see. We have Listen, to go see that. Go see yeah, that go, color go, purple. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Go see that color purple. The remake. <laughs> so, y'all, okay. so uh, 2023, uh, we're at the point, we're at the end of the year. Daisy, what has this year? How would you describe it? I would describe this uh, year as good and tough. Good and tough. Good and tough. Let me tell you, I have had some good moments. Oh, I just, you know, guys, I just, I got a new job. That's a full time job. I didn't even tell y'all that. What? It's like, a new job. I got a whole new job with benefits and everything. It's a oh, it's really? an international company. Are you, are you at the? Are you still at the college too? I'm still at the oh, college. I still be teaching. I'm still. On the board of directors for this busy woman, um, a nonprofit called Negritube okay. Media Enterprises. I haven't even told Negritube. you about that. Negritube, yeah, it's called that- Negritube. It's like the knee. Grow, you know how basically back in the I day, WD is that, is that a, st- a statement by W E B Du Bois, Mr. Dubois, Mr. Dubois. Thank you, Darren. I was gonna get into Dubois. that, but the company is called Negritude Media Enterprises. I'm the oh, CFO wow. of it. So nice. you guys, like a lot of great things happening. So that's why I call it good because so many great things, but also tough. Mm-hmm. We lost. Grandma Newbie, we lost Uncle Kenny, mm-hmm. and um, there's just been a lot of changes, a lot of, like, terrible things happening in the world with yeah. uh, wars and Russia and Ukraine and um, um, Israel and um, Palestine, mm-hmm. like, Palestinians. This is, it's been a lot, so yeah. good and tough. I call it good and tough. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I just told y'all that. I know y'all like, what Good and tough. What the hell? Good and tough. So what? Well, let's just uh, just take a second. What is good and what is tough? What? Well, you just told us what was tough. I just, I know. I told. I said what was good. My bad. Okay. She did describe what. I don't know. I think you still processing. Like she got a whole new job. Right. Exactly. Yes. I mean, so much has been happening. It's just like it just happened a couple days ago too. So I'm just. There's a lot that's been going on. Right. Right. You know, can't can't it's I can't do it all, y'all. So I can't do it all, y'all. <laughs> but it's a joyful time. Also tough. Yes. Devin, what about you? Well, for me, I would say I mean, I you know, I'd say I've just been protecting my peace. Yes. Peace. Yes. Yes. And yes. realizing that not everybody deserves my good energy. Come on now. 
And, um, you know, I would say, like, yeah, there, there's there been some tough times, too. Um, you know, we're losing Grandma Newbie and losing Uncle Kenny. And um, just, like, thinking about, uh, uh, you know, other losses, too, because I have, a, you know, a friend that lost a best friend. Mm-hmm. And I knew that best friend. And, you know, it's been a lot. I've been hearing about a lot of losses this year um so you know grief the grief is there um but like I said about protecting my peace I just feel like um as I get older like I don't have uh, much tolerance for like bs or um just drama yeah unnecessary drama yeah at that right when it's unnecessary drama, it's like I'm exiting. I'm running <laughs> to the left. Yeah, because it's like no, I I don't I don't want to disrupt. I don't want to re- disrupt my peace. And I have I realized that I have a choice in that. Mm-hmm. I could either participate or I could excuse myself. And I'm choosing to excuse myself from any and all drama because that is just not what I want. In my life. All and right now. Yeah. All right. Hey, protect your peace, girl. Protect it. You gotta protect because somebody will disrupt it. <laughs> Listen. And you don't want somebody to disturb your peace. Mm-mm. That's right. No, 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 no. You gotta protect it and shield it. Yes. Because people will come and people will go. Will go. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need to make them go. Ha! Because you cannot have Things that are just and right be disturbed. It makes you perturbed. I don't know how consistent you are, but you better not disrupt me when I'm going about my day. Hello. So you have a nice one of yours. Let's, let's, that's right. That that is right. Period. Yeah, I get what Period. you mean, though, Deb, because Rita lost her mom this year, too. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, my best friend from college lost mm-hmm. her mom just very right. suddenly. Yes. Tough. It's very tough. Yeah. Very tough. Also, protect your peace mm-hmm. while you're dealing with tough stuff. Yes. Come on Absolutely. Now. Because okay. peace is tranquility. Mm-hmm. Peace can bring restoration. Yes, that's Peace right. Peace can bring healing. Mm. Anything that's disruptive, what you know, it will impact multiple layers. Yes. You know, of your life. Mm-hmm. So you have to protect your peace if you are at it or if you seek it. You got to realize where the chaos is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for me, this has been a year of recalibration. Mm. And finishing what the fuck I started. Listen! Many times I have been (laughs) plagued and bewildered by me feeling ashamed of what I could not accomplish. Mm. I was hungry for certain things and I kept feeding myself with things that could not either quench my thirst or nor my hunger. 
You see, I heard a great message today. Somebody said, if you're really, just imagine if you're really thirsty out there. This is Dr. Tatum saying this. Hmm. If you're really thirsty out there, someone tries to give you a glass of eggnog. Hmm. Hmm. We're in holiday times. Mm-hmm. Just imagine what a glass of eggnog would do when you're thirsty. Mm. It ain't going to do much for you. No, not at all. It's going to make you even more thirsty. As much as a glass of water would. Mm. Would it? Absolutely not. Not at all. Not at all. So many times we go around with a hunger and with a thirst and we are unable to find the things Mm -hmm. that will quench our thirst or quench our hunger. Mm -hmm. Or fill up our cup. And Mm -hmm. fill up your cup. Mm -hmm. And so many times this year I found, well, I, I have found solace in really revisiting the things that I would be telling people about parts of my vision that I would be explaining. But for some reason I was paralyzed from having it come to pass Mm. from bringing it to fruition. I was paralyzed in many aspects for many years. I would tell you guys that I wanted to get my license and I would just be talking about this test that I was just Seeming like I, I could not even accomplish that I couldn't get to that. Mm-hmm. That it took me even a year after I was approved to take it. That I was like, damn, mm. I, I waited to the last fucking minute. <laughs> Basically Ooh. until I was like, oh shit, like I, I, they're going to, they're going to do nothing else. Mm-hmm. And that was the case. I mean, for much, for much of my adulthood that mm. has, I've had something chasing me. Remember I, 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 to get my master's degree, I needed to finish the class. At one class. I literally waited a whole fucking year <laughs> to go finish this class yeah. before mm-hmm. it was threatened that I was gonna it was gonna turn into a failure, uh, mm-hmm. a fail, and I was not gonna get that piece Your of degree. piece of fucking cardstock. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so it was that, and it was other things. So this year, I'm definitely committed to finishing what I started, mm. and to be more purposeful mm-hmm. in the future in trying to get there. So yeah, so yeah, that that's that that's for me. That's you know, good, that's Darren. good, Darren. That's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So 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 just in general, like we we did, uh, um, uh, uh, like we did discuss, uh, we did discuss uh, some of these things. Um, you know, um, today's episode is going to be dedicated to really reviewing a lot of things mm-hmm. for this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that was just our check in for that. Um, our next segment is. Is uh, what's poppin'? Uh, oh, oh, ha, 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 ha. Hey, hey, what's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Oh, what's poppin'? Oh, what's poppin'? 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 Okay, y'all. Today. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Turn that cute up. Listen, I know. I was, why do you think I was trying to struggle the last part of that? Trying to like, I was like, oh shit, I gotta find this song real quick. Wait, Darren had a cute up, and that's what I like. Okay, have a cute up. Okay, we we had it good this time. Have a cute up. Okay, we haven't done, we haven't done the the intro was popping in, in a like minute, so seventeen episodes. Because <laughs> every time it's like, okay, that wasn't the We're one. We're not y'all. feeling it. No, don't play it. Uh, right, like, okay, we got it this time time y'all okay i hope y'all enjoy it 
<laughs> All right, okay. yo. So the first thing that we should talk about, uh, you guys mentioned that the Color Purple remake is going to yes. be coming out soon, right? It's coming out on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. You guys go check it out. I've heard really great reviews and of, of the previews. And yes. people are, like, raving about just the fact that it's a great movie. Oh, my Also, gosh. Oprah, you know, Oprah is very much in support of it. Mm-hmm. it to, to me, like, to have people that were a part of the original movie, like, in full support, like, that's... That's where it's exactly. at. That's Let's what does it for me. Let's talk about the cast. Okay, so the yeah. cast. Fantasia. So Fantasia. Fantasia. Because she was on, she was, she played Seely on Broadway. On Broadway, yes. So she is, you know, Seely. And then we have Taraji P. Henson as Sugar Avery. We mm-hmm. have, um, oh, oh my God, the girl from The Orange is the New Black. Oh, oh my uh, God. uh, uh who is she supposed to be she's yes. the one that was Oprah oh she's, she's um, uh, Sophia Sophia and then her plays um, Sophia's uh, yeah Squeak wasn't it Squeak yeah mm-hmm. yes yeah you know, I'm, mm-hmm. leaving with, I'm leaving yes. with her yes. I'm leaving with them yes. yeah her plays Squeak and then you have just a big fat Big fat nigga? What's she saying? No, right. big fat hussy. <laughs> a big fat hussy. Heifer. Heifer. Yes. Yeah. And then, I mean, Danielle Brooks is who you're thinking about Danielle from. Bro- yeah, Danielle, Danielle, Brooks. Danielle Brooks is playing Sophia. And then yes. you have Hall- Hallie Bailey. Holly Bailey. Bailey is playing Nettie. Yes, Nettie, yes. Who is Sophia's sister. Sister, yes. And then you have um, Anjane Ellis playing Mama. You know who Angela Ellis is? She's the one who like kind of played. She I plays know who in. She, um, she played the Clark sisters' mama. Yes, yes. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Devin, she was yes, good. I like yes, her. I like yes, her. Yes. I love her. So she's playing the mama. Angela Ellis. Mama. I don't know. Holly yeah. Bailey seems so young to be playing uh, Nettie. Nettie, but I yeah. guess, but I guess because she's mostly in the early scenes, and then exactly. like when they get old, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, and then you have David Allen Greer as Reverend Avery. Rev Avery. Oh, Shug's mama, Shug's daddy. Shug's daddy. So who's playing? Yeah. Oh, and then uh, who's playing? Uh, um, Harpo, the Cor- man. Corey, Corey Hawkins, Corey Hawkins. Corey Hawkins. Um, he, oh gosh, Corey Hawkins oh. has played in TV shows. Like oh no, the I've Walking seen him before. Dead. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. So yeah. he's playing. He's playing Harpo, and then yeah. the guy playing the man. Who's playing the man? Mister is Coleman Domingo. Oh, Coleman Domingo. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's played he's in um, a TV show, Lucifer and the Twilight Zone. And he was the Walking he, Dead. He was in Euphoria for a bit. He was like her uh, sponsor. Uh-huh. Yes. And also played in Law and Order for many years. So, yeah, Coleman Domingo is playing Mr. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting, interesting Ooh, um, remake. Love it. This is going to be an interesting remake. Yeah. Mm. Also, on what's popping, Deb, you know, Kiki Palmer and this Darius situation oh, with this yes. domestic violence and the brother, Saruna's mm-hmm. like, what's happening? This is going to be a question of the month coming up, y'all, next yes. year, talking about uh, relationship, domestic violence, and um, all of that. Intimate because, partner violence. Yes, because yeah, you real. would think, like, you know, as an outsider looking in the re- into, you know, her relationship, you know, she was um, public with her relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, showed, like, that she was in love with him, and mm-hmm. that was her man, and they, 
um, he will be on her podcast and stuff like that. And right. they even, you know, You're she right. has her own um, channel or like production company where she like puts out um, little TV shows or little skits or whatever. Um, and he was a part of that as well. So, you know, the outsider looking in is looking like, oh, like they are happy. They just had a baby, welcomed their son, Leo. Right. Um, who's not even a year yet. Oh, no, wait. Is he a year? I think he just turned a year. Yeah, maybe about a year. Yes. And um, just to know, like, she's been dealing with DV uh, for, I think she said the past Yeah, two, two years. years, right. I heard two years. Yeah, she was dealing with that. And um, to hear, or not to hear, but to read um, some of the... Uh, the what is it the reports that yeah. um that the police uh had of her telling stories about him being abusive him kicking her out the car or like him throwing her keys and um uh, stumping on her glasses and you know her not that's crazy yeah like all these different situations that she dealt with him like breaking into her house, what and just like coming in and saying, like, first of all, if I was that what? nigga by now, like, hey, look, you, hey, look, Kiki, can I move in and just like help you take care of the baby, make sure that we don't, you know, can we, can we combine resources? I know I don't have much, but can I help us take care of our baby and like, it help, was like, help, help, you know, do your shit, you know, she was, she was saying that he was. Um, jealous. Yeah, he like was, severely he jealous. Was very jealous, yeah. and he would like, I guess, overthink situations or make situations bigger than they were, and making it seem like you know she was doing too much. Mm. Or uh, and everybody knows the type. Kiki Palmer, she's like lively. Like mm-hmm. she is feisty. She is. She got this spunk about her. Like, she is, like, I don't know, like, and just to know that, like, he was trying to damn her life. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, girl, you doing too much. Or why are you doing that? Because you looking like you out here, like, flirt, just with the whole him blowing up and commenting about the whole Usher right, situation. Right, let's talk about yeah. that. Cause yes. So so, so right. Kiki Palmer was at Usher's show, and Usher does this to every single celebrity every single, woman yeah. who's there at his show, or even like a man, because I know he, he did a whole tribute to Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, it's, uh-huh. his, it's his bit You're of right. his show. It's it is. Right. Hey, yeah. look, yes. th- this is a celebrity guest. Cause I, know right. he, I know damn well when they hit him up, he's like, uh, you need to come on this day because I don't need... For you motherfuckers here. (laughs) I just need one spot left. And probably that was his way of showing, giving them their flowers. Totally. Usher has a great, he had a great residency in Vegas. So we're going to get to that later. But, but so she was there and Usher had pointed her out and had, had brought her up and they were, I think they danced a little bit. They danced a little bit. Yeah, they danced a little bit. She had a little outfit on. She sang too. She got took the mic, sang a little bit. She had Charlotte. a great outfit, you know, right. little looking, tight skin, looking, looking good. gorgeous. Looking after absolutely. Her, after her baby, like, right. let me tell you, just out there. Absolutely looking gorgeous. good. <laughs> and so her, this dude, this fucking, right. this fucking Google Goom. over here, like, sits up there and is like, that's not how a mother is supposed to be acting. Like, damn, nigga, get out of your fucking feelings and just say, like, yo, 
I know she look good. Like, I'm glad she comes home to me. Yes. Usher, yes. you may have had your one minute, motherfucker, but she's coming home to me and we have yes. a family. Yes. And just be respectful about that. You can be catty at Usher, whatever, but leave it at that. Don't yeah. try and take that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, because we talked about I, we talked about this. Yeah, on we did a prior episode. Totally. And yeah, so it, it's it's uh it's it's just crazy how this is kind of unfolded because she's had to get a restraining order against this yeah. dude because mm-hmm. of this DV that we uh, were just recently made aware of. And Kiki Palmer, I've I've met her before too, and her mom. They came up to USC one time with um. Uh, Tra- not Tracy Ellis Ross, but with Tracy Edmonds, they did like Kiki Palmer and Tracy Edmonds did a panel at USC, okay. r- like right after or during the time that I was in school. So I went there, and Kiki is like a cool ass girl. She down, was like, "Look at you, you cute." And I was like, "Hey, girl, hey, what's up?" But she was there with her mom. They were on a panel, and I was just like, "Thank you so much for coming." Like they're very good people, yes. and Kiki yes. is like. I'm so glad that she's uh, receiving the success that she has. Mm -hmm. This dude, like, just came in like a thief in the night, which Mm -hmm. sometimes happens Mm -hmm. with celebrities. Like, these, you know, these guys that are just charismatic and suave, they have another side to Mm -hmm. them. We was just talking about it with Diddy. Like, Mm -hmm. you just never know. And I'm just glad that she, like, literally was able to get get out. Yes. And you know what? Speaking on Kiki, like, she is just so resilient in this whole situation because I know she was she's working. Mm-hmm. She's in her boss Oh, boss she's working. Mood. She's on Good Morning America. Yes. She is and <laughs> you know she got her music out too. She just turned 30, so she's like she I just had herself. a baby. Like, you know, I'm out here I'm I'm gonna do this and and this man is not going despite everything that he has put her through. The mm-hmm. fact that she could still show up, still look good, still, still show up to work, still show up and still deliver. And she's I mean, like, I'm telling you guys, she's great. Not, this fool is not going to disrupt my peace. I only had to meet her one time to know just how wonderful she is as a person. Like, yeah, even for her so to meet a stranger, her. she was very welcoming mm-hmm. and like super nice so yeah y'all send some love out to kiki and keep this man away from her like stop well yeah full get some help mind you she did this is the last thing she was saying how um she got like like uh, it was like a culture shock maybe not a culture shock but it was like a, a shock to her because um her dad she came from parents who mm-hmm. Her dad just did everything that her mom wanted. Like every time, oh, if Sharon, Sharon said, "All right, Sharon, let's okay." Mm-hmm. That's what Sharon said. That's what we gonna roll with. And and to be on the outside of that, of the world, the society, the men, mm. different types of men she mm-hmm. dealt with. She's like, oh hell no! Like y'all not acting like my daddy. Oh, this ain't it. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's that's a yeah. that's a good observation. That's a good that because is- because I've been in relationships with people who like their parents are like yeah like that like mm-hmm. yeah dad just does everything uh um you know wife says All right. You know, even have this this person said that their dad was a simp and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and you know our household is like you know dad says this, but I mean mommy says stuff too. 
my, at the end so of the day, mommy I, is making. <laughs> mommy is but making also, we know thing. daddy is the head of the household. Yeah, like, and that's the part too where I it's a whole different dynamic. Know, it's a yes. really different dynamic because it was very, I, I, I you know, it, it depended on the si- the situation or the circumstance, mm-hmm. like who was gonna like tell you what Make to do. The final decision yes. because all the other important stuff that that dealt with us, it was mommy. Yeah. You know, for stuff in general, it was daddy. Yeah. You know? And so well, I would say the discipline is daddy. And then all the education, the, the like, resources, weekly, resources, yeah. homework, activities is mommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which they actually took to me. That's like equal roles because to be a disciplinarian, like that's tough. I'm sure daddy came home sometimes and, and mommy was like, you got to whoop these kids. Right. <laughs> they <didn't> right. <laughs> exactly. They're not I, listening. I know mommy was like, yes. Craig, you got to whoop these kids because they did not listen or today. She say, or she would say, you know, Darren <laughs> did such and such. Now I don't know what you want to. Hey, I don't know hey, what you want to Your mama told me, you. <laughs> right? Because Daddy always gonna come to us talking about. Oh, your mama told me such and such. And, but he knows what he's supposed to do yeah, when she tells exactly. him that, and that's communication. Exactly. You know, like that's. Exactly. But also, some women and men, those dynamics. You, it, it takes time to play those dynamics out. Yeah. You know right. what I mean, and. Right. Sometimes, like, you have to understand, but it comes to a point where it's too much. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're crossing the line with this alpha male mm-hmm. stuff. You know, daddy knows how to submit to mommy. Mm-hmm. And mommy knows, knows how, how to submit to daddy. To daddy. And Mind it is that submission in the relationship mm-hmm. where you compromise. And that's 40 years of marriage. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's 40 years Absolutely. of marriage. That's okay. what it is. All right, you so, so we're, we're, we're going to go into detail about, really about domestic violence, uh, what are the warning signs, as well as what it can look like. And I, I want to specifically, specifically talk about that is how it's evolved, how relationships, especially uh, uh, even in a black community, have changed, and how, you know, gender roles have, have altered, shifted. too, and shifted. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway, let's let's move on to uh, let's talk about real quick about new shows. Daisy, you were really raving about these uh, College Hill Celebrity Edition on BET. Yeah, like this this came out actually in 2022, but I just actually watched it, and because it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I believe it was on BET or something like yeah, that. I feel like BET still be showing that shit. Yeah, what yeah about they do. BET, yeah. BET be okay. doing. Okay, well, it's on Netflix now too, so I was able to watch just the whole series. And it's a really good show. Like, I didn't realize they were going to put these people through an HBCU. Random celebrities, But also, you can see the celebrities are like, you know, college ain't no joke. You think that you running stuff as a celebrity? Let me tell you, these professors got it going on. (laughs) And they do. Like, when you go to college, it's a certain level of time management, discipline, um, organization, mm-hmm. communication, like you're learning so many life skills yes. in college that I feel like even people like Nene Leakes, mm-hmm. who has been around for a very long time. And yes. I, the fact that she's even like, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm just I'm just here to tell people. Like, you're never done learning. Right, right. You know, and India Love, like, she's so cute, honestly, going through her developmental yes. stages of just uh-huh. realizing who she is mm-hmm. and being afraid to do public speaking, mm-hmm. but also being a great model. It's like there's certain parts of her that needed to develop. And right. Are you saying Ray, Ray, Ray J? Ray J was on it doing plagiarism. <laughs> plagiarism. Talking Sexy about- <laughs> can I? 
Look at your paper. I'm sorry. But about, I well, it wasn't my poem. You. It wasn't my poem, and I said that, but the, that's not I'm what the sorry. assignment instructions. I, I would expect that from him. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that seem like he was trying <laughs> that's to. not what the assignment instructions said, sir. But that's the part for me where it was like this College Hill Celebrity Edition was really good just because I don't think a lot of people understand just the commitment yeah. and time that goes into going to college mm-hmm. and the fact that it is a job like yes. you may think that these students are in college but they're actually working they're hard working. okay definitely <laughs> it's hard as hell in college <laughs> and you gotta meet these deadlines and mm-hmm. respond and communicate it was so a you, good show. you think that it was it, it wasn't like very very scripted like this was all uh, no, no i i watched I, the, so. I watched the entire show and it was not scripted and i watched some of the episodes and it definitely didn't seem and scripted. that's that's oh, what because i what, because it was black professors up there like calling a bullshit out like in real yes. time you're yes. like oh this, this is like oh this just seems like yes. it's real I've the way this it. professor likes responded right now oh shit yes. this isn't fake mainly because yes. i'm a teacher too like i teach college level classes so yeah. i know i know how to run a class and like just to see the professors respond to them in a way that's fair and that's a part of creating a classroom environment it has to be fair it has to be equitable mm-hmm. you have to provide students a chance to grow and learn and even even um come in conflict with them during the class session you have to show the ability to respond in a calm manner that maintains respect in the classroom Mm -hmm. but also you know like this little student is being disrespectful as fuck Mm -hmm. aka ray j disrespectful as hell but you still have to maintain your composure (laughs) and check them Mm -hmm. in a way that maintains their dignity as a student so it's a lot of dynamics and that's that's a lot that goes into that jesus it's so many dynamics which i was like dang these these students are really learning a lot about (laughs) Last thing I'll say about this is uh, HBCU excellence. When you talk Mm. about black excellence, I just want to, and this is part of me where I'm like, I think I want to get my PhD. And if I do decide to get my doctorate, I do want it to be at an HBCU. Oh, really? There's a certain certain level of excellence that Mm -hmm. goes into the HBCU environment and that's where I'm at right now. I'm just like, you know what? My doctorate needs to be at an HBCU. And that's what I got from that show. <laughs> hey, I heard, I heard that. Speaking yeah. of that, Daisy, I, I feel you. You know, if I could get my PhD in social work from Howard, hey, Boom. I would do that shit. Chocolate City, <laughs> you ready to see me with some, yeah. call me the Reese's Pieces in this motherfucker. Right oh my gosh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I love uh, it. I love all right, it. so, so. <laughs> So anyway, uh, uh, so Devin, you were talking about the First Wives Club, right? Yes, the First Wives Club, um, created by Tracy Oliver, who we low-key think is our long lost Our relative. Um, (laughs) But um, the First Wives Club, so if you guys remember the actual movie with Diane Keaton. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, um, Goldie Hawn. Goldie yeah, Hawn was Wives in Club, it. the movie. Yeah, yeah First Wives yeah. Club. Yeah, I'm Goldie, yeah, Goldie Hawn. Uh, yeah. well, yeah, Bette Midler. Bette Midler was in yes, it. Yeah, yeah. Bette Midler. Yeah. So I remember that that movie, right? And then um, just fast forward to the show, the black version, I feel like. Oh, my gosh. Jill Scott. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I forgot the other two names. But Jill Scott is in, you know, one of the ladies. Is Tasha Smith in it, too? Tasha Smith, but I don't know what 
She's not in the first two seasons. Oh. All right, so it's, it's, okay. it's Jill Scott, Michelle Buteau, Michelle Ryan Buteau. Michelle Bath, Ron Rico, uh, Malik Yoba, uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, Michelle uh, Mission Mission Yor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh, such a good show. Mm-hmm. Three best friends. You know they are what go throughout each other's lives. They're married, have relationship issues. You know, on the verge of divorce, divorce, and you know all that good stuff that we got. You know, life, life, life be life in, in. <laughs> life be life in. Um, in New York, the setting is in New York, and oh my gosh, it's just such a good show. It's funny, mm-hmm. um, drama filled, um, musical. Okay, so Jill Scott, obviously, she, she plays um, a, a singer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's trying to, she's like a seasoned singer. So she's trying to get back into the the industry and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, they have cameos. Deborah Cox mm-hmm. is a part of it. Um, mm-hmm. Kelly Price. Okay. Um, who, I Love Your Smile. What is her name? Um, Shanice. Shanice. Uh-huh. And Gary Dorden? No. Shantae. Shantae Moore? Shantae Moore. Shantae Moore. Shantae Moore. Yes. Okay. Shantae so those cameos. Yes. Yes. So, oh my gosh. It's so it's so good. Y'all just okay. check it out. It's on Netflix. Netflix right now. Check it out. Yes. Okay. So, so but originally, it, First Waters Club is a BET Plus a series. So, I guess oh. they're, they're releasing yeah, it. They're, yes, yeah. Yes, they yes, sold yes. it to Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. because it, it came out back in 2019. 20, yeah. So, you guys, you well, know. It's three seasons of it. So, yeah. yeah. The first season was 2019, but they've, uh, season three was 2022. I guess because of the writer's strike, they weren't able to get to. Because right. really, it's right. season four. It should be out right now. Totally. Yeah. yeah. yeah in yeah. the fall. But uh, because of the writer's, the writer's strike, strike and things yeah. like that, I'm sure it got So, delayed. y'all look out for the new season. Catch up Check on the out. old seasons. <laughs> they are good. And they're 30 minutes. So, it's like a, 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 a real quick, quick season to run through right so. shout out to tracy oliver yes hey. shout out to tracy oliver all right so you guys want to talk about the usher residency in vegas that it finally culminated uh, uh as of december 2nd yeah it culminated hey. in las vegas uh, a two-year run usher raymond had uh, a show <laughs> at first at the coliseum at caesar's palace and then it was a larger venue mm-hmm. at the mgm yeah. grand right right yes. yep yep Lovely um, show. Oh, my gosh. Devin, did show. we have a good time? We had a great time. Okay? <laughs> did we have a good time? Great time. His we went dancers, in April. <laughs> oh, my gosh. His dancers, the skating, his re- his freaking vocals. Okay? That man could still sing it down. Yes. Dance it down. Okay? <laughs> and he is well in his 40s. So, it just, I'm, he's just an icon. He's a legend. And... I really like I'm glad that he every artist that has attended his show like he has given them their flowers mm-hmm. they have given him his flowers and just to see him still doing it and still good at it it's like oh my gosh black excellence okay fire bomb and and okay. he's the um headliner for the super bowl yes. of 2024 mind come you. on mind yeah. you he yeah. is the headliner of the super bowl come 2024 
and he Amazing. deserves every bit of it. Like seriously, every bit he's of a it. great performer. I can't wait for people to see. If you've never seen Usher, I was glad that we even went to Vegas Yay. to see him. I, 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 I so hope that he's going to release like a not a concert film, but like a probably a so probably because like with Taylor kinda, Swift and Beyonce doing that, yeah. that he might as well he, get into that. Bag. He might do that and like do a series of like all of the celebrities because that's been part of it. Is that that's part of the marketing mm-hmm. is yeah. the celebrity they have special guests yes. and these special guests have been on basically all of the updates like who showed up at the usher concert right. yeah. and what, ha- whether, and they what performed, whether they performed or not exactly because he had people that were like that came and performed and then people that had just came came and, to be and in the audience the show yes, yes. and that, that was part of it it's like either mm-hmm. somebody's coming up and performing with him and or somebody's in the audience yes. and he's showing them some love yes it was, it's a spectacular show, and the it was actually that, small and intimate. Like, it, yes, it, and even though it felt big, it was actually like a what small. What a motherfucker was walking in the aisles and yes, shit. Yes, yeah. yeah. Every time <laughs> and then he, would he be, has inter, he has audience interaction. Yeah, so, and he would be getting in the people's yes. names, cameras, yes. like as they were out there. Yes, Darren, it was yeah. such a it's such a great show. Very whoever, marketing. yes, whoever. Well, how much was the tickets? Your tickets is, were, you can, the tickets wasn't it was expensive, wasn't they? No. I mean, to me, to me, that's worth it. If you're talking about that kind of concert and that kind of level of performance, Mm -hmm. and what, how, how big was uh, the, you know, was it? I think it was probably like five thousand people. Yeah, shit. $200 $200 for 5,000 people. Let me pull out my damn calculator. That's a good amount of money. Yeah, that is. That motherfucker was making some damn money. Yes, no, it was. And, and it was a good show. Like, it yes. was worth it. Like, it for real. It was definitely worth it. Worth it every worth penny. It. Yeah, my, no, motherfucker, <laughs> each show was probably pulling in at least, like, 200,000. Yeah. 200,000 yes. or more. Definitely yes. probably more. 300,000. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you talking about this motherfucker's doing a whole run in Vegas, doing four shows a week at least. Yes. Oh man, motherfucker making boo. Two and boo. it's a good show. Two Money. years. Yes. Two years. <laughs> I'd be that. like MGM Grand, you motherfuckers need to give me a whole floor that I Two own in this motherfucker. Give me a few slot machines, and I'm just gonna be reaping in the benefits. And mind you, he's yeah. still putting out music yeah. because he got a song with Summer Walker yeah. and Twenty One Savage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, called, yeah. Um, yeah. I know it's in a ten of ten of Okay, I don't know the word. Devin, what are you? Uh, <laughs> right, all right. We ain't good, Shut up, it's, but we're It's called good, good, Devin. Good, good. That's what yeah, we I ain't good, melody, good, but okay? we still good. I had the melody, guys. Y'all, y'all was with me. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I had the melody. <laughs> and this is just recent. I think this came out this year. Yeah, this came out this year. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely came out of August. You mm-hmm. know, so we yeah, we, it was one of our new music, our, our last episode of a new yeah. music. Yeah, it's we a great transition to new music. It's a, this is a great transition. The actually. fact that he's still able to, he's like a male Beyonce. No, for real. <laughs> He really is like because for? Beyonce and and Usher are around mm-hmm. the same age, and the yeah. fact that Beyonce is still she just came out with another song called right. "My House." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. oh, we gotta still, play that. She's still we gotta play that. She's still putting out good music. Yeah, he's still putting out good music, and that's just I, I love to see it. All right, so why don't yeah. we why don't we go into the. Uh, um, yeah, actually, let's go to the. Uh, uh, so this is good. Good. Let me pull up the song. 
Hey. I mean, why are you doing that, Darren? Let's just kind of talk about some situations that's happened. So Ari Lennox performed recently, and, like, she got a water bottle that, like, was thrown at her Girl. head. Y'all stop playing around with these stop concerts. Stop playing with people. Ari. Because you know what? They going to throw a water bottle back she in said, the come here. She said, come here. Yeah, you. Come here. She was She's not, not playing, playing around. Because Listen. she don't mess with nobody. No. And when you mess with people that don't mess with nobody. They going to turn on you. you go, that's when you going to see them turn the fuck Another up. side of them. Because and I'm she one not of playing. those people. Okay. <laughs> Let me just say that. Speaking from experience. Speaking from experience. I don't mess with nobody. But if you mess with me, oh, you going to get this. For real. <laughs> Shout out to Ari and protecting herself. Yes. So let's just talk about Ari Links real quick. This is her new single. Since we're, we're, Let's just do mu- new music. So this is uh, her new single, Get Close. It came out on November 17th. That vibe. That's why I'm like, stop messing yeah. with her, y'all. But Ari Lennox has always been an upstanding always artist. Always, always, always a vibe. What I have seen is people say like, why is she opening for Rod Wave? I know, and right? I agree. But hey, look, at some sometimes you just gotta do it for the money because yeah. she got bills to pay. Yeah, she got people that she but probably you know taking care of but too. You know what, Rod Wave. His music is like he be singing too. Yeah, and it's like, it's like a, is that it's that like motherfucker that got tried that, that tries to fall off the stage and shit? Big fat motherfucker. I don't know. If yeah, he to fall off the stage, but he's going, he going through a, a little lawsuit with Boosie because, because he, he's stealing yes. motherfucking songs. Yeah, it's a, I yeah, saw he that shit. Yeah, he he's stealing motherfucking <laughs> songs. Yeah, word yeah. for word, he went bar for bar, like took a Jay Z. And Boosie was uh, like, uh, "You gotta pay me now. Now yeah. you, we, we can do this on the back end. We don't even have to go to court. You can just pay me. You could give me twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay me two hundred thousand. But look, and that's that. Yeah, yeah. Talk about plagiarism. Talk about Ray J, man. Yeah. You know Plagiarism, what? Honestly, girl. fuck most of these new school rappers because these niggas are crazy. They be on the motherfucking microphone talking about taking pills and shit and yeah. killing themselves and cutting themselves and shit like that. They all motherfucking bad examples. Yeah. Why now, don't you I talk don't about... Why don't you... Now, Darren, we don't know what type... I, I can't... I can't say what type of music Rod Wave do, but the the ones that I did here, it's like wasn't his nigga that was falling emo. around shit. It's that it's emo. Like, it's that rap emo. emo. Hey, yeah. nigga, get like your stuff together. Get a motherfucking belt and quit all that sad yeah. shit on the motherfucking microphone. It's like emo. I'm gonna rap. need you to talk mm-hmm. to somebody and not to the motherfucking microphone. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna need you to do. Cut that microphone <laughs> shit out and talk to somebody. You don't need to be in the microphone all depressed and shit on perks and Percocet and all that goddamn, all this shit out there. You on, you on Robitussin and shit. Robitussin. Molly Moore of Robitussin. Motherfucker. Get some Kleenex, blow your nose, pull up your pants and get to work, motherfucker. (laughs) 
<laughs> what the hell you over here talking about? Well, regardless, Rod Wave is gonna pay up to be. He gonna have to because you know so plagiarism. People shit. The thing yeah. is, what people don't understand about plagiarism is that is intellectual property that you are infringing upon. Mm-hmm. That you now there's consequences yeah. to you doing that. Right. And when something is copywritten and they have a trademark on it. And or they have the rights to it. You don't have any rights At to all. play it unless You're you pay have them. To pay up, and that's the part where I'm like, these new school rappers are dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck. They're really dumb. And Boosie just gonna have to teach them a lesson. That's, that's what, what that it is. is. You gotta teach. Listen, if you don't know, if you if you don't know, now you know. And Boosie was real. Like he was like, you know, he, I he got, got love for you, me, but got I, wise. you know, he got. You I mean, gotta pay me. He got wise. He has wisdom yes. to be able to say, you know, I'm not going to make this a big deal, but you also are going to pay me regardless. You're going to have to pay up, buddy. You know, you got to be, I mean, you got to understand that these, like, people who are wise and have been in the industry for many years, they they may not be in the forefront anymore, but they understand the business. No, yes. but the thing is, is that they got burned before, so they yeah. know what it's for like, so they, they, they're not going to take no shit no more yeah, off, no. off of this stuff, because you got burned before, and, like, you know what you're not going to stand for no more. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway, so let's go into uh, new, still new music. This is still new music. This is Beyonce's new single, My House. We just talked about her concert film this was supposed to be released along with her concert film that just came out in December or late November it's called My House Gotta grow on me. Cause I'm like, Ooh, switch up, switch up. Yeah, it's that B switch up, Darren. That's where it's at. Look, house music has made a huge resurgence because it, it is it is something that people it is the unknown for a lot of people, especially younger people, because you know younger people are always interested in, in stuff that isn't current. Mm-hmm. So house is making your resurgence, and I know Beyonce is trying to be at the forefront. She is at the forefront of making a popularizing it, but house yeah. is coming back. Yes. So big ups, of course, to you know one of my favorite house artists, of course. You got to think about the originals, Ron Hardy. You got to think about Frankie Knuckles. Uh, for me, I always love fucking Masters at Work, mm-hmm. Lil Louis Vega, and uh, Kenny Dope. Uh, of course, you know, random names that you guys should look up. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about other new music. Andre 2000 came out with a new album and called New Blue Sun. playing the flute just the whole time, y'all. And he's playing the flute. So this Just one was called, this is the first track, I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. Mm-hmm. So all the, the titles of the songs are really crazy, but he's out here playing these different flutes, mm. and it's some shit in the background, Want you guys all to think real quick. <laughs> About what you want, 2024. 
be like. Good meditation music. I'm telling you, I could, I will Gorgeous. start some meditation to this shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to buy this shit on CD. Mary did yoga to this last week, and she was like, honey, have you heard that Andre 3000 album? He's playing Andre a is a little something. And I was like, yo, instructor played Andre 3000. Like, this is a dope-ass yoga instructor, first of all. Second right. of all. Like you literally did yoga to this beautiful music. I love it's Andre. 3000. Like literally, like honestly, to feel the flow of the movement through yes. this flute. Yes, it's a great thing to do when you're relaxing the and fact working that out. Did, whatever. The fact that he was yeah, exercising to do this. Yeah, but it is in your soul. Yeah, you. you Look, that's but look, that is yeah. the difference. Like what we were just talking about. These young niggas, they want to go out and talk about their motherfucking emotions to the microphone. Yeah. The microphone is not your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The microphone is how you broadcast Cast. what you want people to either heal or feel mm-hmm. what you're trying to say mm-hmm. which means that you gotta have a message yes mm-hmm. a message can be healing a message can be restorative a message can be informative mm-hmm. a message can be restoration mm-hmm. yeah but what it cannot be is for you to turn it into a cesspool of your negative emotions trying yes. to spit it out mm-hmm that's no, right. that is not what it is because people will take that negative energy and connote it to their own life. Mm-hmm. Yes, Darren. Yes, have you guys seen the it. documentary on Bayard Rustin? I have not, but I heard about it. What you are Coleman, saying. Who's it, Coleman Domingo? Who's in, who's in that? Is um, it no, the, it's Bayard Rustin. It's a full-on documentary right now. Oh, no, but like, a, a movie is coming out movie. Rustin. You mean the movie or it's the documentary? Like, it's a documentary, basically. Okay, so it's not the no, movie. It is a movie. Okay, yes. okay. So it the is movie, movie, the movie is. I know there's a movie coming out. Well, no, I mean, I think Jason it is the movie. It's, it's already the, out. It's already out, Darren. It's, not, it's called the. It's um, called Rustin. It is. Okay, it's called so, Rustin. But yeah. it is, so that, that is the one with Coleman Domingo. He's starring as Bayard. Okay, okay. thank okay, you. I don't. Yes, it? Coleman Domingo. Coleman the same, Domingo. I mean, the same you, guy. Where do you watch it? It's on Netflix. What is it called? Our Netflix. It is on Netflix. Because the Obamas are Rustin. the producers of it. Oh. It's called Rustin. So do you know who Bayer Rustin is, Devin? No. Let's start okay. there. Okay. Well, Darren, what I just want to say, what you're saying is on the is what Rustin was saying, and that is why the March on Washington speech that I have a dream speech, mm-hmm. Bayard Rustin said, We need to spend money on microphones mm. because you have to be able to hear the message mm-hmm. that's going out and we need to be able to project it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we need funding mm-hmm. to be able to buy our microphone. And didn't, 
didn't for Harry, this march on Washington. Didn't Harry oh, Belafonte pay for that shit? Harry Belafonte oh, funded it. I knew it. it. Oh, I knew, I yeah. knew it. Harry Belafonte funded it. There were other funders that were a part of it. That's but right, the I, I Have a me. Dream speech, mm. which is the March on Washington speech, was the reason why it was projected was because of Bayard Rustin. Mm. And this man was a black gay man who was Ooh. openly gay. Devin, you got to watch it. And the fact that oh, the Obamas produce is are the, are the executive producers. Mm. If you have not seen this movie, please I gotta watch check it. it. Out. I got to check it out. Please, Rustin. Because so it's called you're, Rustin. You're, you're filling into that same spirit. Because honestly, it I heard I've heard you listen to the Martin Luther King speech. Oh, I've listened to it in the title. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Your whole, uh, yeah, yeah, your yeah, whole life, and mm-hmm. it's because this man decided to um, invest money in a mm-hmm. microphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, and, but Bayard Rustin, he was he was the architect of a lot of. Uh, what Martin Luther civil King rights did movement. is a lot of civil mm-hmm. rights movement things. Uh, um, you know, so um, yeah, I mean, it, the Roy, you know, you got to talk about other. You know, I think uh, A. Philip Randolph, he mm-hmm. was the original organizer, but mm-hmm. Bayard Rustin kind of came in and he really was trying to push it. You know, mm-hmm. brought Martin Luther King, and let's not even forget that Martin Luther King wasn't even going to go into that riff about. Excuse me, about the I have a dream. It was mm-hmm. Mahalia Jackson who was there who mm-hmm. was saying, See? talk about your dream. Mm-hmm. She said, Martin, talk about your dream. Talk about that <laughs> shit. Talk about your dream, Martin. Talk <laughs> about it. And then he yeah. went on into the riff about the sermon that he would constantly do yeah. about I have a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that became the I have a dream inspiration. He wasn't even supposed to be talking about that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was still going to be talking about something else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And but, they said if so many people show up, they have to be able to hear mm-hmm. the message. Yeah. They have to be able to hear it. Yeah. So y'all Absolutely. use your mic, that's, use that's your microphone lovely. right. Okay. That's use it lovely. right. Stop getting on here talking about your inner dark thoughts. Like, no, keep that to no. yourself. Yes. No, you influencing a whole generation. You don't, you don't have to keep it to yourself, but just tell it to ears that are trained to hear what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I said, keep it to you don't have to suffer in silence you want to get it out but you have to talk to it to someone who can help you process it yes because look just talking about it isn't healing that's not that's not restoration that's getting the shit out Mm -hmm. yeah getting it out and then there's a difference between getting the shit out you know versus you clean you know you actually clean look Look, just think about something that's dirty. Mm-hmm. The first step is to wash it away. Mm. Let me get the dirt off of it. But then after you get the dirt off of it, what do you do? You wash it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after you wash it, what do you do? You dry it. Yes. And then after you dry it, if you're really good about it, what will you do? You will polish it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You will appreciate it, mm-hmm. what you have. But you can't just expect to just talk and just be like diarrhea of the mouth and just throw shit out there and just be Mm -hmm. dirty and think that that's the whole process. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's unprocessed emotions. Mm -hmm. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, but you got a microphone in front of you and letting other people hear you. Mm -hmm. You don't even realize the implications of what you're saying because you're just trying to get yours. Right. So anyway, moving on to new music, let's go ahead and finish this. This is a new track from uh, Ramon. Uh, This is called I Choose You. Mm. Something different. 
Right, so that's Ramon. Are we going to play thought, I, well, I thought that was a man. Oh, yeah, that's a woman. I mean, hitting them high notes, let me tell you. All right, so this is one last track. This is called uh, Jasmine by Arlo Parks. You guys familiar with Arlo Parks? No. So that's called Jasmine, Arlo Parks. Check it out. A little bit of alternative. Mm-hmm. You know, just to switch it up for you all. Uh, uh, but, yeah. So let, let's move on to, uh, Devin, you wanted to talk about music of the year, right? Mm. And who was it? Was it August Paris? What was his name? Not August Paris. October London. But October before we London. get to that, when we talk about music of the year, I do want to mention Beyonce and her right. Renaissance tour right. and the fact that she came out with a movie that one has one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes and has grossed over twenty one mil well twenty one million at the mm-hmm. box office opening weekend. And I wanna just say like I feel Woo. like Beyonce um Beyonce it, it was Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Taylor Swift is like the white Beyonce. Totally. <laughs> Let her have but it. But the fact Please. that they support each other. That's a big that's a big thing. They support they each other. They literally showed Taylor, up to each other's yes, premieres. Yes. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift came out with a film, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on her concert and everything. And Beyonce was there. Taylor Swift that was at Beyonce's both of her premieres in LA and in, in um London. Right, right. Um but I feel like Beyonce like She's just, she did her big one this this year. Yeah. And, and it was, I feel like Tina, her mom, mm-hmm. was saying how, like, it was a, it was a lot of, like, um, she wanted to promote, like, love and healing and a, a safe space for people mm-hmm. to be themselves. And the fact that she had. Frida. Do- Frida. <laughs> Frida on there. Frida and, um. And just you know, uh, uh, um, I guess I owe to the you know the the LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus community, um, uh, recognizing her uncle, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and someone who was very close and dear to her and her mother and her sister, um, and that was just very like you just. Right. feel like it was very personable uh-huh. for her totally and i mean all her i feel like all her projects are personable and you know things that she's been through like you know yeah and she's opened herself up to express yes. that with the world even yes. with her daughter and knowing that blue ivy yes. has talent i was and gonna then say that like also the fact, yeah you were the I'm fact sorry. that i'm sorry the fact that blue ivy was got a chance to go on tour with her and be a part of the whole production, like, that was something that, like, everybody was, like, excited to see. Mm-hmm. Like, she's blossoming into this, 
you know, preteen and like she's you we see that she's the love of the dance the industry, like mm-hmm. the love of the um art of dance and singing, you know. Yeah. She's doing things that not <laughs> no normal um I don't even how old is she? She's Can't, young. But also, I mean also beyond that, she's um responsive to feedback even if it is negative or whatever mm-hmm. blue ivy like beyonce is teaching her to take it as a constructive feedback and if you want to improve if people talk about your dance moves if you want to improve let's get back into She's the studio teaching her work ethic and that's what that's i feel what like she was taught. but also a lot of new artists or a lot of these um i would say younger generations you know they grew up on social media but it, it you they don't really realize the sacrifices the time mm-hmm. the commitment mm-hmm. the work ethic the dedication the discipline it takes so much to be a celebrity mm-hmm. like you're not just going to get this overnight mm-hmm. and blue ivy if she's you, seeing it firsthand with her mama. And she's responsive to the feedback. Oh, y'all yes. say that I can't dance? Well, let me get in the studio and show you and prove you wrong. Oh, you guys like, all saw the film. Well, no. But this is no. like, I'm like reading about it, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, beyond, like, this is all in articles that talk about, like. Well, yeah, I mean, everything. I saw, I saw I just, people's phone videos. I can see, like, Blue Ivy got better, but, you know. I mean, but I think, yeah. I mean, that's all a part of her growth, though. Like, you can see, you're never like, gonna the, be good. You're never you, going to be good the first time. No, the very never. First time. See, never. You can see her evolving and how she got better in each dance move mm-hmm. every show. Mm-hmm. And you could see, like, oh, she did this. Oh, okay, she did this better this time. Oh, she did. Even if it, it's just, like, you know, constructive criticism. But at the same time, it's like, she's growing. She's a And that's child. why you would see Beyonce, when you guys saw those images after certain concerts, and you saw Beyonce looking at her daughter every yes. single time, like, yes. that's my baby. Looking down, like. She getting it this and, time. And, 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 <laughs> it's new for her every time. Everybody give it up. For Blue Ivy Carter. Because okay. it's she, new for see. Blue every time. It's new for Blue every and time. And Beyonce see, loves that. It's so beautiful to see, like, her after every, like, when she would have her moment and mm-hmm. would be waving to the crowd and would be doing her little, her heart sign. <laughs> you can tell that she, like, felt the love. Yeah, like, totally. And just to experience that at her age, like... It's so it's so sweet to to, to witness. It to is. Witness, yes. It is. Totally. Totally. Um yeah. What else has been happening? You know, it's 50 years of hip hop and the oh, Soul right, Train right, right. Awards hosted by Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. Listen, Devin, we going to wrap the, we going to wrap this up. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. It's been a lot going on. You know, we we did have, you know, the BET Awards uh covered the 50 years of hip hop. They had the Hip Hop Awards that covered the 50 years of hip hop. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Soul Train Awards did it too, but it was a lot um, that covered fifty years of hip hop. Fifty years of hip hop, yeah, totally. And um, I don't know, you know, they had some artists on there that was a hot mess. Oh, you saw sexy well, red. She oh, needs yeah. to be canceled. I just don't understand. Why did she get up on that stage? I don't understand. I'm sorry. I don't know why they are like glorifying her for this behavior. It's not who. Cute. Who did it's she cut cute. off? Who did she like go up on stage with? Who was it? Sexy Red 
You know she the one who is who's pregnant and be barefoot. Yes. Okay. You know the one. You know what's her name? Skate. It's the that artist. I don't even know who she is. No, my put, no my booty hole brown. My pussy hole pink. And my booty hole brown. That that's oh. the one. No, but she's just a okay. character. She is just literally a caricature. Somebody needs to yes. tell her. Just, just and I just really down, hate please. that they oh, are glorifying no. this. I really do because it's not cute. And it's not. what what are y'all showing? Are the this generation coming up like that yeah. it's okay that's not okay it's not cute I it's agree. really not i'm sorry yeah. it's right. really not well if you don't about 50 years of hip-hop you know i i love you know i love old music yes one of the one of the things that lately in the last year or two that i've been trying to buy is like more like golden era uh not golden age but like very early rap mm-hmm. oh man stuff like the treacherous you guys know about the treacherous tri- uh, the treacherous three and the cold crush brothers yeah yeah yes I, yes. I, but play some is this them this is the treacherous is three yes. cool is them. i've heard of them yes this is body rock I'm sure you guys know about this. This, this beat sound familiar, right? Yes. Oh, oh that fantasy. Right. <laughs> Bring it back, Gary. Bring it back. Oh, no, my man, it's honey. It's, uh, it's yo, honey. honey. Yeah, bring anyway, it back. Yes. Come All on. right. So, so yeah. So, uh, uh, but yeah, fifty years of hip hop. Hip hop has been around a long time. I think everybody's celebrating right now. So, uh, yeah, definitely. All right. What else we got to talk about? Uh, Devin, you really want to highlight uh, this uh, August London cat? October London. October, oh, October. London. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, I re- I re- He's the artist that we opened <laughs> up the show with. Um, he is like a new age Marvin Gaye, and he sounds just like him. He brings Marvin Gaye vibes. His mm-hmm. music is soulful. It's very like, relaxing. Sexual, sensual, sexual. You can make a baby <laughs> listening to his music. <laughs> yeah. Give you what you've been missing. Oh, come so on. Yes. Yes. This is October? Yes. Oh. Take me back to your. <laughs> Your place of residence. So she said, Take me. Take me. Take me. <laughs> yeah, so so that's October London. Okay, back to your place. Off of uh, his yes. album was called Rebirth of Marvin. Wow. Okay. Rebirth mm-hmm. of Marvin. So he know what he doing. Okay. All right. So okay. so so let's uh, talk. Uh, let's talk politics real quick. Let's uh, kind of round out things. I know we're a little bit over time, uh, but yeah. Why don't we talk about the first thing that was happened recently? Is that there was a shootout at Fixins. That's crazy. Fixins uh, sold food over uh, downtown at LA Live, right next to the Stable Center. How, wow. Lord? How? Somebody just rolled up in there. It, it was that was a targeted attack. It wasn't random. Somebody knew that person. They knew that they were going to be that they were there. Yeah. And they ran up there and they shot this person and killed him. That's crazy. And That's another crazy. woman got grazed with a bullet. Child. Oh no! But is she okay? She's she okay. just got yeah, grazed. She's alive. Yeah, she got Lord. grazed. She got oh my goodness! It's so sad. So Y'all, sad. Like, like, what is going on? Stop in the, world? the violence. Stop the violence. And increase the peace. And increase the peace. 
stop the violence and increase, increase the peace. peace. Please, y'all. It's, it's not never called that for. Seri- it's never it's that not serious to take for. somebody's life. But yeah, right. LA Times in an article, they said that it did not deter the uh, people coming to visit the restaurant, the patrons. So they, <laughs> they're still, you know, might be a 20 minute wait if you go there. But you know what? They got to sell that. They got to sell that chicken. As of this recording, they are still looking for the shooter. Oh, man. Hopefully they find him because that's um, pretty intense. That's intense. It's crazy. Uh, so so anyway, uh, more into politics. Uh, uh, Congress. So George Santos, the uh, congressman from New York who uh, apparently was uh, – I mean, we knew all along. He's been in Congress for almost – I mean, oh, definitely over a year now, mm-hmm. and uh, well, not not over a year, almost a year, basically, because I guess he I got got sworn in earlier in January, but they found out that he was using funds, he was using campaign funds to pay for OnlyFans accounts. This motherfucker got lipo or like uh, Botox with campaign funds. This guy was using the campaign funds just as his personal piggy bank. George so, Santos, yeah. Look, they had multiple chances of expelling this motherfucker, but they finally, they finally did so. Thank God. They finally expelled him uh, early December. Uh, They had a vote. I think it was uh, December 1st or November 30th. They had a vote and they expelled that motherfucker from Congress. Thank God. But it took them that long because Republicans, they didn't want to get rid of his ass because they knew that he would make them look bad. So, but finally, it was, the evidence was just so damning that they all decided to finally expel that motherfucker. They changed the locks to his office, congressional office, and they're getting him the fuck out of there. Get him I, out. Yeah, Get yeah. him out. He should have been gone a long a time long, ago. Darren, you've been talking about George Santos for years and <laughs> just how co- corrupt he is. And finally, wow. And apparently there's a SNL parody about it that... <laughs> um, they've put out regarding this situation but finally That's wait he good. was the first to be expelled no no he was the fifth he's the fifth, he's to, the be fifth to be the expelled. fifth to be expelled from the congress and like get it like yeah find somebody else for him to replace him because he can't know he needed to be out of there he needed to be gone a long time ago let's just talk about just in recently so uh um republicans they will continue to face like an onslaught of difficulty in general elections especially um whether or not it's presidential or um midterm elections or even just reg- other elections because of the issue of abortion uh, because many Republicans, their national policy right now is to really vehemently go after women and women's reproductive rights. Women go out and vote. Yes, please. they will be motivated. If you're if you're very well motivated at, at the at the threat of being able to access uh, um, family planning, yeah, women will vote your ass out. They will vote against yeah, the other person. Yeah, because there's more women than men that exist in this in this world. So and many and of them vote more than probably more than, than men. men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, at, at all at all age groups. Uh, yeah. Because even if you are mm-hmm. no longer at reproductive age anymore, you don't want a younger girl to go through some kind of shit like that. That's right. So women really they vote now. That's the thing is that polling could probably tell you something else because some women might say some shit to a pollster and then be like, yeah, you know, I'm just saying this bullshit to you. Whatever. You call me on my phone at seven o'clock, whatever, motherfucker. You know, and they vote differently at the ballot. But it's like it's important to know that Republicans are going to continue to suffer 
because they are out of tune mm-hmm. with the uh, uh, majority. Uh, society. Well, well, also with your constituency. The thing is, is that they're. I think I feel like Republicans are on their high horse. You know, when you when you think about Republicans and what they want, they want um, their way or the highway. But they don't understand that the constituents are the ones that actually um, put you in that place mm-hmm. in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stay there, you have to represent your constituents. And if they don't believe your high horse beliefs, then you have to represent what they believe in. Mm-hmm. And there was some um, gosh, I was listening to this uh, woman who's like, uh, I don't know if she she's like a senator or something. Um, but she gave a really good speech recently about the rights of her constituents. I have to, you know, we'll talk about this next time. But anyways, this woman is like um, pretty phenomenal and can't remember her name for the life of me. But her recent speech brought on a lot of attention just because she talks about women's autonomy and about the rights of her constituents and that she's there to represent the people. And weird, like the fact of the matter is it's a different generation. So if you're a Republican, Stop thinking that like your beliefs are the ones that of the people. You no, have to represent no. the people, right? Right. Exactly. And you don't have to believe what the po- people believe. You have to represent, represent the, people. the people because you're. That's the purpose of a democracy and the, our politics is you're a representative of your constituents. You are not um, the one source of the constituency. Mm-hmm. So that's the part where I think Republicans are going to get their ass beat. And then plus, the, the, I mean, really, I mean, the way that different districts are gerrymandered, it's always going to be the extremist person who's going to end up winning because yeah. they're mm-hmm. the most partisan. They gerrymandered the district so that Republicans can have the advantage over, you know, over uh, over others. So anyway, that's just a, a reflection of this year because that just happened. Roe versus Wade was overturned earlier uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Let's talk about. Um, so I wanted to really briefly talk about there's a woman in Ohio who got charged uh, for uh, def- it was like defamation of a corpse mm-hmm, uh, because she had a miscarriage. She went to the hospital and was turned away twice by the hospital. Um, end up having a miscarriage and she was using the restroom and the corpse of the baby ended up in the toilet. Right. And I don't think she really knew it. Um, so she was trying to plunge it, plunge it down because she was trying to deal with the fact that she just excreted like the baby. Right. And the hospital and the was turned was away. So much- she was turned away twice, Daisy, twice from the hospital. And right now she is in court because the local prosecutor, they're trying to say that she has basically defaced or whatever, a corpse of a viable baby because she had a she had a miscarriage. Is this a black woman? Yes, it's a black. Yes, woman. of course. And then the prosecutors, you know, they're a white prosecutor. It's a white judge. And they're over here trying to say the judge is trying to say, I don't know shit about this. So I'm just going to say that this has claimants so this can move forward. Crazy. Black woman, you know, being faced with this. Crazy. Had a a miscarriage. Had a miscarriage, was traumatized, I'm sure, by the situation. She didn't know what the hell to do. Why was she turned away? Why was she turned away? Why was she turned away? Because the hospital didn't want to fucking deal with her. They knew that the baby wasn't going to make it. And they told her to go, go back home. They needed the bed. That's why she was turned away. They need to address the hospital about that yeah i would sue that those two hospitals 
suing them. If you can hear me, woman, please sue those hospitals. Yes, please. Also, you do not deserve to be on trial. At all. At all. That's wrong. That's wrong. Stop. Absolutely Stop, y'all. Stop. All right, so, so just to round out, I think I wrote down that Gavin Newsom will be the next Democratic leader. He he will be. I mean, I'm Gavin sure, Newsom, the yeah. motherfucker looks like a, a, a fucking model over here <laughs> uh, with his fucking slick back hair looking like fucking Pat Riley in the 80s. Shut you know? up. Listen, if you guys have ever listened like to Gavin, Gavin Newsom, Newsom. His, his voice is going out. I just want to give him some tea. Every single time, I'm just like, <laughs> treat your throat right, Gavin. <laughs> But also, I think he's just a smooth man that came from humble beginnings, mm-hmm. and he's also just trying to like do right by the people. Right. And I really like him as our. I like him a lot. He's not perfect. Yeah, I voted for him. He's not perfect. Yeah, he is not perfect by I any like means. Him, but I do like me some Gavin. Like he's yeah. a great so representative. He he just completed uh, this month. He completed a uh, you know he did a debate with Ron DeSantis yeah. of Florida, DeSantis. but he. He is prepping his way to be to try to run for president. president I yeah. bet in twenty twenty eight, he deserves it. You know, I uh, think. So yeah. I, I think, think he's, he's ready. Yes, I think he's ready for that. All right. So real quick, um, what is in store for twenty twenty four? Oh, what's in store for twenty twenty four? I think that um, twenty twenty four is the year of. More. What did I say earlier, Devin? I said 2024 is the oh, year. Yeah, of- the year of uh, 2024, the year of more. I mean, I just created that right now. 2024, the, the year yeah, is of that more. What she said? No, that's not. That's not what I said. But <laughs> I said it. Before, I said it. Um, oh no, we said what's in store for 2024. <laughs> oh, that's that's, what that's it. Talking about, but that's what it was. What's in store for 2024? Yes, it is the year of more, it's and year of more. and that's what I wanted to like just kind of emphasize. I know it rhymes, but that's just how my mind works. <laughs> what's in store for 2024? The year of more. more, and I think we have to be prepared to receive it and receive it with open arms. Have you ever just like held your arms open and just like welcomed in the presence of God or the presence of it, all of your blessings? Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. I feel it in the atmosphere. I'm in the wrong key, but it's fine. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. I'm in the wrong key. And no, I already know it. No, but but no, yeah, yes. 2024 is the year of more. And yes. like I say that to say, like we just have to be ready, willing, available, open, um, and willing mm-hmm. to receive mm-hmm. because there has been so much loss this year in 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think that God is preparing us for the year of more, the yeah. year of being poured into mm-hmm. and replenished. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's the year of more is the year of replenishment. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Devin. I agree. I and, second that. I'm no, listen, <laughs> uh-uh, Devin, you don't get to it. Uh-uh. 2024, um, 2024 is, I want to say, is a year of 
Rebirth. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fear of rebirthing myself. Yes. Yes. I feel like, um, like I said, when, when I was talking about protecting my peace, um, I feel like there's a new Devin coming through. <sighs> and what a breath of fresh air. It's, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm at a place where I'm um, setting more boundaries and standing on um, standing on what I say. I guess standing on business or you know like. Mm-hmm. Um, being more intentional about the moves that I make, and I've always like I always say like I value my family, but um, I feel like I need to spend more quality time. Mm. Mm-hmm. With family, if that makes sense. I mean, that I makes feel a like lot I, of sense. I feel like I do spend quality, like immediate family. Mm-hmm. We spend time, but um, like me just reaching out to people when they're on my mind. Yeah, totally. Because I feel like since we've had like a lot of loss this year, um, I feel like. I need to um, give give my family their flowers while they're here, mm-hmm. um, and just check on check on family when they come to mind instead of just just thinking about them and like praying that they're okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Also connect. Yeah, so connecting with family more. Mm-hmm. Good. Absolutely. For me, uh, for 2024, um, I'm ready for what's more. <laughs> um, no, I, I think uh, definitely is is just trying to cement down. Um, I think not. It's is. I'm really hoping that I am not as impatient as I usually am, as my baseline is, which is like very impatient about certain things. Um, I mean, I agree with you, Devin, definitely in, in terms of um, wanting to spend more time intentionally with family, um, immediate family, extended family, mm-hmm. um, whether or not it is, is even like pouring into our nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. nephews, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, you know, both old and young, you mm-hmm. know, that to, just to really contribute towards their development. Um, I, I, I think... Um, that's yeah. That's my main purpose, and and just to be ready for the ride that it is, because I feel like twenty that that this past year was was verily like uh, even like some of last year. It it had its moments where I was just like dormant and was mm. just like very anxious and just very like 
uh, trying to wait for stuff to happen. And I realized that, like, I can't wait for a lot of things to happen. Like, mm-hmm. I have to take charge with, mm-hmm. with certain things. And certain mm-hmm. things are not going to come now, but it's worth the investment. Mm-hmm. It's worth th- worth to invest in trying something new mm-hmm. um, to get out there. So um, I really appreciate um, having hobbies. I really appreciate... Um, you know, meeting new people along the way. I really have appreciated dating along the way, even though it's, it's been very unsuccessful. <laughs> We've uh, had, we uh, talked uh, about uh, that. Uh, you, know, uh, yeah. uh, um, you know, just uh, um, just different trials and stuff like that. But I'm looking forward to, I'm definitely looking forward to, um, you know, um, what's coming. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. I mean, I think I just wanted to say something just to, um, just to remind us about ourselves and just being really mindful moving forward of um, our blessings, you know, and just being thankful and having a creator mindset. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we can be victims of our circumstances and situations yeah, and what's happened to us in life. But we are creators because we, w- we were made by the, the, creator. the creator. So we are therefore creators and we have a creator mindset Mm -hmm. and we create our circumstances and nothing happens without God's influence and nothing happens without God's ordered steps. And I think just being continuing to be reminded of that is that we are filled with the Holy spirit. We're filled with the light of God Mm -hmm. to then therefore be filled and overflowing with our cup to give to others but also create mm. in this world and create a better world because we are creators. We're not victims. Yes, so that's Daisy. just something I wanted to hey, express. Right. That's good stuff, Daisy. Well, we want to wish you all a happy 2024. Stay safe as you enter it. Stay safe around the holidays and be blessed. Be blessed and be fortunate and be grateful for another breath of life that we have each day that passes us by. So with that said, let's do our Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust Trust in the Lord with with all all your heart and and lean not on your own understanding. In all all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. All right, y'all. God bless. God bless. Six years. It's been six years since we've been doing this. Listen, y'all. Yeah, I think we started in June 2017. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's been more than six. It's been six and a half years. Six and a half years. You know, we're coming to a radio near you. Let me tell you now. That's our next step. Okay. (laughs) Get ready for more. Talk about more. We're coming to 2024. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Rock the love, folk, get out of here.